Welcome to The Magic Spark. I'm your host and personal wellness witch, Tandy Gutierrez. This podcast is for the open-hearted magic makers seeking to cultivate consistent self-evolution, or as I like to call it, self-revolution. It aims to be a home base for continually stumbling upon things that ignite the healing spark in you, be that practical or magical. Now, let's see what that spark is for you in today's episode. Hello, my magic makers. You're listening to episode 11. Today is our pounce through Leo season and its energies for July 22nd to August 21st, 2022. That was a lot of twos there, y'all. So it comes up that twos are about patience, balance, putting one foot in front of the other. I find this ironic because we're going to talk deeply about Leo today. That's not really Leo's style. (laughs) So I feel like there's messaging right out of the gate to really think perhaps more like a prowl through Leo season than it's typical pounce. I will also pull a single card tarot for this Leo season forecast towards the end middle of this podcast. So here we go. Let's start with a little PSA for our forecast. If this is the first time you're listening, you may want to listen more than once. It's helpful to listen at the beginning of the cycle and midway through. If you're really having a tough time in a particular season, listen again at the end of the cycle. Listening multiple times to a reading or forecast is powerful as you discover how my particular channeled messages actually play out in your particular life. It also helps our energies sink and aids in our ability to synthesize and utilize these forecasts to actually literally support, guide, and balance you in this life experience rather than these episodes just being more noisy content in the world. I want you to shine, to grow to sparkle, to heal, and empower yourself with these forecasts. Did I mention I'm a Leo rising? (laughs) Nothing like a little native Leo placement to love you up for your shine to get brighter and bigger. I can't wait for your magic spark to find you in this episode. It'll be something that sounds louder than anything else or like it caused time to stop or to expand. It could even feel like a feather of sweetness kissing your heart. Whatever it is, be open to it, be curious with it, especially if you feel prickly or resistant to it. In particular, if your internal self-talk quickly shouts, that's not true, or there's no way, that's not me, that has never been me. 
That's your inner voice deflecting, trying to keep you in quotations safe. Because it will mean potentially when things pick and poke prickly that way, that you've been wrong, stuck, stagnant, or goddess forbid, responsible for limiting yourself for a lack of progress or of healing. These owl places, they tend to poke our human ego. Hey there, Leo imbalance. And our humanness left unattended, unexplored, will stick with what's safe, easy, and allows us to think we write about all of it. So my loves, be brave, be bold and courageous in exploring heart truths in Leo season. The sun shifts into Leo on July 22nd here in the Northern Hemisphere. But please remember, both the Northern and Southern Hemispheres experience the same energies of the Zodiac at the same time, even though our seasons are different. This messaging is for everyone listening. Leo season, in general, offers us a time to play to expand and to start feeling ourselves, maybe for the very first time, or after what could feel like a long confidence drought. Leo is the lion, the biggest heart of the Zodiac. Leo is wired to be out front as a teacher or performer. The energy wants us taking all the selfies and leading by example. That confidence comes from loving ourselves. Our personal wins and successes inspire others. And it says, I am the sovereign royalty of the jungle. This is my territory. I protect it fiercely. I protect those in my inner circle just as fiercely. And if you cross the boundary, I'm going to bite your head off. You had clear warning and distinct lines of definition of territory and boundary. So don't act surprised when the claws and the teeth come out. In balance, Leo is epic love, filled with constructive pride for self, for family, and anyone they love. Leo specifically creates a family. So if your blood family don't resonate, something to be proud of or something you want to protect, that's okay. Because Leo says, I choose you. It's got a very Pokemon vibe to it, right? And says, you're my inner circle now. You're my family. The energy of Leo is the best corner person in a fight. They'll wipe your wounds. They'll fill you with words of praise to get you pumped up, hydrate you, smear some gloss on your lips, and send you back out. They are equally ready to be your backup if needed. You know clearly when a Leo loves you. 
They hold hands, they pet those they love, and they shower you with words of praise and give the best hugs. They're the most fun entourage. They're always having in to table service with a seat up front. And they will build and support your goals, especially the entrepreneurial ones that call you to be out front and fiercely empowered and independent like no one else. Leo truly wants abundance and joy for all. They know that we all deserve it. They want everyone to feel exalted. But what most people don't tell you about Leo energy is that it's really a kitty cat at heart. It's actually quite shy. They too need a fierce team that will love them as presently and fiercely as they love. They can get typecast as egocentric, constantly seeking external approval when really they just need to know that their efforts are valued, that what they are teaching, giving, doing, performing is needed, wanted, and appreciated. Because otherwise, why waste the makeup? Their need for approval comes from a very genuine place. Leo is wired to be out front, and not everyone is. Being out front is risky, it's vulnerable, and can feel really unsafe at times. Leo needs to know that their risk, again, has a reward, but they also need to know that they have a safe den to return to. Leo energy is fierce love. What is given is fairly expected in return. Leo does not do martyrdom. It knows its worth. And Leo is true shameless empowerment. Ain't no shame here. When you know you are a divine expression of both the earth and the cosmic expanse, hello, that is magic in a skin suit and deserves to be worshipped. Leo is a fire sign. Fire is magic. It's alchemy. It's co-creatorship. It's creative AF and can manifest big things. All of this creative spark energy of Leo is very psychic as well. It channels, it again, creates, but creation is channeling energetic source. It's just all of the things, right? Fire turns raw food into a gorgeous cooked meal. So it's truly transformational. Exalted Leo energy is pure, liberated, heart expansive, unconditional love. Leo shines. In imbalance, all that creates Leo beauty quickly turns to its downfall. Self-centered ego can truly take hold. And anger and rage steal the show and burn the jungle down. It can get caught in thinking likes and shares are real love and true value. It can rule as a dictatorship and truly trip on itself thinking their values are the only values. 
It can get real vain and roll with shine and exteriors that prevent from grounded, loving, worth, and true value. If Leo feels ignored, left out, or undervalued for too long, they will roar, bite, and swipe to get attention. Leo energy is kind of the epitome of negative attention. Well, if I can't get the good kind, I'm going to get any kind. And all that it can create and manifest, my goodness, it can also send it up in a blaze. (laughs) So bright. You might think its destruction is also something gorgeous or planned. And sometimes it is. In Leo season, ego and heart beware. But just as equally, be brave with your authenticity and your heart-centric path. The beware warning for your ego and your heart is also that you will be pushed and expected to expand and to grow and to be bigger than you thought possible, to take up more space than you thought you were worthy to. The beware is not just a warning. It's a bit of a dare to step into. Remember, or no, for the very first time. Leo simply cannot thrive unless it loves the path it prowls. Leo marks the season of passion and joy. It's playful and connected to our inner child. It has us seeking joy and cultivating it. Or this season has the stark contrast loud in our mirrors of how little these things fill our days. Leo in exalted balance says, do the thing, overdress, be the star in our own show or a day, even if it's just in our own little apartments. Leo says, take the selfie. Leo says, only head down the path of your heart's desire. Be your biggest fan and take no mind of the haters because they especially want to be as free and confident as Leo. Otherwise, they wouldn't be hating. We all have Leo in our charts somewhere. This energy affects us all on the personal astrological natal chart spectrum. And in this Zodiac season, it will affect us all as a collective. This is a season of glow-ups and taking our rightful place in the spotlight. Leo rules the heart, if we weren't clear on that already, the spine, spinal column, and the upper back. It's all about feeling like someone has your back and that you've got others back. It's all about what, who, and how we love. How does Leo love in its exaltation? Bravely, 
What is bravery? It's vulnerability. Leo also shows itself through words of praise and through protection. When it comes to wellness, Leo is strong and fierce and needs to keep its strength up. They do, after all, rule the jungle. This energy needs a balance of cat-like reflexes, supple, fluid, sexy, and strength. My dear members of unicornwellnessstudio.com, in Leo season, you will see sun salutations, the alchemization and clearing power of lion's breath, heart openers, and back strengthening variations, both upper and lower because the full spinal column. Leo is our solar plexus. It is the central, right? This is our center. And when we talk about core, it kind of gets dumbed down to the solar plexus. Now, as members of Unicorn Wellness, you all know that our core is the bottom of our pelvic floor all the way up through the last two vertebrae in our spine, in our neck. But Leo is really core centric, right? What keeps us stable, what has us feeling empowered, what allows us to step out front. And the solar plexus is so responsible for our capacity to manifest. This is the manifestation chakra. This is the center that houses our energy to shine, to take up space and to be seen. So when we think physical movement patterns in order to take up space and shine, we're going to be looking at the core. And I know as a general collective course as abs, you're not wrong. It's just not everything, right? So if we're thinking two energetic centers for Leo and stepping into the limelight and shining as our brightest selves, we're going to think solar plexus and heart. This cycle of workouts and meditation on unicornwellnessstudio.com releases deep muck that's been stashed in the heart and the solar plexus and is keeping us from our true place in the sun. Whew. Let's take a breath, shall we? And then move into our Leo season tarot reading. <laughs> Leo's really fierce, right? It's fiery. It's passionate. It's got flex and it's got an ego. Leo really has us learning what constructive ego is, right? It's why we brush our teeth. It's why we bathe. It's why we start thinking about how we show up to the temple, right? If we're going to visit the high priestess in our mind or in actuality, how are you going to dress for it? You're going to show up in the sweats that we all been wearing through the pandemic, or are you going to put on something that you feel expresses your authentic interior soul on the exterior? Okay. So I'm shuffling. I'm an over shuffler. Y'all know this. We're going to pull one card for this Leo season. This card is for the spirit in which to move through things because there's no way out but through. So in Leo season, if you're feeling down, stuck, stagnant, blocked, meh, like ain't nothing moving, this is the card to lean into 
to get things to circulate, to release in order to make space, to manifest, to empower. This is the Wild Unknown Tarot. And this is our card for Leo season as a collective. Beautiful. Okay. So the card we pulled for this Leo season wands <laughs> so at least we've got that right wands are fire all the things we've talked about in leo fire is magic this is the capacity to manifest to transition to alchemize to burn off the impurities right to take one thing and make it another magic's really ma you know magical this keeps us warm through the winter and again, takes raw food and turns it into a gorgeous meal. Car that I've pulled is the four of wands. And I find this lovely, right? Four is a foundational number. And I love four again, because we don't have anything if we don't have a strong foundation. So four always presents itself to me like that concrete slab that we're building on. If we try to build on uneven earth, or if we haven't checked where we're building, moisture can sink, can slope, and everything we've put on top of it can just slide away. But if we have a strong, stable foundation, even if it costs us a little bit more, took us longer to get it in place, whatever we build on top of a stable foundation, has the capacity to stay long-term legacy, not just this lifetime, but other lifetimes. So here we have a four of stable foundations and four is also the number of guardian angels. They always denote that the angels are at your back. And here we've been talking about how Leo is the type of love and energy that's got your back even if they're not really around. They say, I love you. You're one of my people. You're my inner circle. I got you, right? So we have the four of wands. And at its first glance, it can be a very simple card, right? In the traditional Rider Waite Smith deck, the four of wands is a wedding taking place under a hoopah. And it is such a delightful card because to me, and in the readings that I do, this card comes through as a commitment to joy. I mean, are y'all hearing this? How much more perfect of a card could we have pulled? Leo's going to push us. Are you experiencing joy? Are you living a life that generates joy? Because it ain't always going to fall on your lap. You're going to have to cultivate it. So the four of wands offers us a commitment to joy. Because in my mind at a wedding, it's like, what are you really there for? It's the commitment, the promise to love, right? The potential, the infinite healing hope and potential of love in its truest, purest form. Like, let's just head to the Pisces escapism fairy tale round of like, if true love exists. You make that commitment to exchange vows and say, I am standing up in front of all the people that we know and love. And I am stating it to the public, to the universe, that I commit my life to you. 
in sickness and in health and all of the rough spots and whatever variation that takes on in our lifetime, right? At the essence, our vows and a marriage are really beautiful magic. And so the card of the season for us is the four of wands. We are being asked, proposed to by the universe, really, are you willing to make a commitment to joy, to passion, to enthusiasm, to your personal flex and fire and confidence and capacity and rightful place in the sun? And I think this card really challenges us to go, are you going to hide in the shadows for forever? Because that's not on the spiritual level what we're here to do. We all have a different path. We all have a different expression. Each of our authentic expression is what we're really tasked with doing in this incarnation, right? My readings, my mentoring, my coaching is here to help you become the highest expression of your soul in this lifetime. And for those who are really brave and like, really committed to it in this lifetime, the highest expression in all lifetimes, wouldn't that be some shit, right? So we have the four of wands for this Leo season. So it does, right? This is a collective general public reading. It's going to mean different things to different people, but it definitely calls us say, how much of a commitment are you willing to make to joy? whether it's yours or other people's. Now, we don't do martyrdom around here. So whenever there's a reading, it's not going to be about what you're doing for other people. How are you doing it for yourself in right balance between humanity and divinity, right? It definitely calls us into the places and spaces of simple pleasures, but pleasures are so simple and it's gotten more complicated in the last few years, for sure. We're inundated with content. We're inundated with news. We're just being overwhelmed with the problems of the world. It is truly radical in the face of these issues and problems that need attention to stay committed to joy, pleasure, light, sparkle, and shine. Because if fear and trauma, problem-solving, claim us that snuffs out all the sparkle, then it's one, right? It's radical activism to play, to giggle. And that doesn't mean spiritually whitewashing or bypassing or hiding. It just means I'm going to keep doing the pleasurable real things that makes being shoved in a skin suit worthwhile. Can we get simple? Can we have some fun? Can we shine? Can we connect? The four of wands in the wild unknown tarot, which is the deck that I'm using. And as always, I will post this picture of this card in my Instagram stories the week that this episode is published. I will also try to remember to post it in the feed somewhere so that it stays in there at all times. But the four of wands in the wild unknown tarot is this really beautiful diamond shape. And it's got the sticks crossing with this little blue 
like liquid watercolor spot in the center. And around that, it's these radiant yellow and orange, and they look like sun rays, right? I never realized like how Leo this card was, of course, until I pull it for this reading. It's really beautiful. And when you turn it on its side, this card looks like the evil eye, right? And the evil eye keeps evil from us. So there's a real protection spell coming through in this card that as you generate joy, when you laugh, when there is heart-centric, expansive, liberated pleasure, that this is protective. Talk about wearing crystals and stones and invoking your bubbles and calling in your guides and guardian angels. We forget how protective joy is right? It's like this amplification of magic and spirit and source says, come at me with all your dark stuff. I've got joy. You've got nothing. So this four of wands, when you turn around side again, looks like the evil eye, but it's this very cosmic, like focused eye and has a really loud call to the third eye. So it also calls us to meditation and to the knowing without knowing why our intuition. I just know, I just feel it. I don't have to explain it. And I can't give you hard facts. I know. So in this Leo season, you know, it's the spirit in which to move through things. So if you're feeling low, stagnant, and stuck, go generate some joy. That can be hard. I know that for someone who has experienced a ton of trauma, a lot of trauma from the very get-go as an adoptee, and then a lot of physical abuse as a child, connecting with joy, like has really tripped me up and can really trip me up. It always feels like I'm on the outer circle of it. So I understand how that's not a simple task. Like for some of you, it might be, and bless you, God is bless you. But for some of us, connecting to joy is challenging. We're always waiting for the other shoe to drop, right? If we've really grown up and experienced some deep traumas, if there's been multiples of them, we're always keeping a side eye out. It's challenging. And then that's challenging even more because then you know the frequency, what we focus on, right? Where energy goes, energy flows. And it's like, oh, don't focus on that because we're trying to generate the good stuff. So this four of wands says, focus on the good stuff, generate joy, connect to playfulness. And if that's particularly challenging, right, then head to meditation, dig through into your intuition. What does your gut tell you? What does that third eye tell you? And our gut intuition and this third eye understanding and our intuition as a broad stroke, right? The knowing without knowing why these aren't just feelings. So for me, I try to explain them as like your feelings versus the feels, right? They're different things. Human feelings are so valid and we need to understand them and know them, but feelings aren't facts. And again, as someone who's had a lot of traumatic experiences, I have to remind myself about that a lot. I have anxiety. So anxiety is a physical experience. You go, I feel scared. (laughs) And you have to talk through and go, oh, sweet pea, your wiring is off because you didn't have these safe beginning spaces. So I'm having to coach myself through, actually, you are safe right now. This feeling is not fact. We're going to look at it. We're going to value it. We're going to synthesize and go, is it fact? Are you in trouble? (laughs) Or, oh, something weird just got triggered. It's okay. Right? So this card says, 
head to meditation, because the more we meditate, the more we connect with ourselves, the more we hook up to me, it's always shown as like a plug to the celestial. It's like taking the plug and like plugging into the stars, the more we can understand the difference between our personal 3d experiences and feelings as humans that can be incorrect. They're not fact. It's not that they're wrong. They're just not facts, right? It helps us distinguish between what is a feeling versus what is a fact and what is a feeling versus what is a feel, what is a deep cosmic spiritual soul heart knowing they're different as a psychic intuitive. Let me tell you someone who experiences anxiety and has a laundry list of trauma, they are different. It's not always very simple to tell them right off the bat, but with practice, with meditation, with these quiet spots, you can start to sift and sort. So what a gorgeous card, this four of wands of offering us a commitment to our joy, to our happiness, which is actually deep activism, right? And then it says, go within, meditate, connect to these deep cosmic truths, to the soul truths, to your personal authentic path. Because each of our true authentic heart-centric paths, which is what Leo wants, is so unique to each of us. It's not the same. It's not supposed to be. But it does feel lonely. It does feel vulnerable. Puts us out there. It does not have us feeling normal. There is no such thing. And it may not have us feeling a part of the group or the entourage. So, you know, to lead Leo, right, as a leader, it does take bravery. It does take courageousness, takes enthusiasm. Sometimes it just takes the leap and the risk. (laughs) Like, I'm going to go stand out here by myself. Well, ain't nobody else doing it. I guess it's going to be me. So this four of wands speaks to this day-to-day bravery and vulnerability to continually trying or literally showing up as your best self to each day trying to cultivate joy, love. And with Leo, that starts with joy and love for ourselves. This is about unconditional love of self. Right. And this, this, this phrase keeps coming up from RuPaul. It's like, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? Right. The tagline of RuPaul's drag races, but this is really what Leo offers because it says you, you really can't be anybody's backup. You can't head into something with bravery and courageousness unless you can be brave and courageous for yourself. And so it's, you know, it's a minor arcana card. So it's saying this is going to happen in really subtle, teeny tiny ways day to day. Like this isn't the strength card. It's not a major arcana. It's not big and bold and like some grand thing happens. It's not really like a new job. It really does speak to overdress every day. Just try it. What would happen? Like if you got dressed every day, I know everybody's life is so different, but if you got dressed, like you were going to somebody's wedding, Ooh, that's loud or a day. Like, how would you feel? You walk differently in heels. Now, look, as a Pilates instructor, I know what heels do to your spine and to your alignment. But as a Leo rising, 
I also know what it does to your energetics. You walk differently. And maybe some of you are like, yeah, that's why I don't wear them because it's awkward. My balance is bad. So practice. Could it be empowering? Could getting outside of your comfort zone? Just try it. I love to watch my kids walk around in my heels, right? I love to see them trying something, especially outside of gender assignments. Can it be empowering? Can it be fun? Might not be. Could be. Remember that curiosity? What pokes us? I shouldn't be doing that. I can't do that. I've never done that. That can't be true. Ooh, where those phrases come up, that's your assignment in Leo season. (laughs) Try it out. So this Leo season offers us the four of wands. And it may seem like a small card because it's a minor arcana, but this is the day-to-day actions of bravery, of vulnerability, of our commitment to joy. Externally, playfully, right? That inner child wants to play. My inner child, she loves to roller skate. When I put a pair of skates on, it might be one of the only places I do just feel like fun. Like I'm not teaching. I'm not worrying. I don't have to do tricks. I don't have to be better at it. I just have to skate in an oval and enjoy the music. So where can you find that in your day-to-day? Simple pleasures that show a commitment to joy that connects us to our inner child and foundations that build strong legacies that can last a lifetime. Anything built on top of that is going to last. So it definitely calls us to meditation, being more connected to our intuition and more active in learning how our feelings are different than our feels. With that, this reading is complete. These things are something better for the highest and greatest good of all involved to the harm of none. So mode it be. And so it is now we as an energetic collective, will it so? This Leo season will push us to play and to shine, but it's not all fun and playful games. It could just as easily be real prickly and pokey and reflect all the ways and places sunshine and giggles and laughs are nowhere to be seen. Leo season will always call us to check in on our inner child. What did the littlest version of us love to do? Start there to get back to childlike wonder. Childlike wonder is literally pure magic. It is the essence of infinite hope, healing, and potential. If your childhood was layered with more trauma than wonder, the season is a huge call to recruit support to heal. Every soul deserves to know what peaceful play feels like. I know personally how hard that can be. And some of us really haven't known safe joy safe protection, safe pride. 
but I am here to say and to share that I have witnessed it. I've experienced it. I continue to experience it, that you can learn it. You can heal into it. Don't forget that the heart is miraculous, that our human vessel is actually miraculous, that we are designed to heal. And we deserve to be showered in love. And we are meant to feel healing, safety, worth, and love. Our deepest wound can truly become our greatest strength with just a little Leo love. As always, I hope this resonates. Takes what works for you, leave the rest. Thank you for letting me into your collective energies in order to facilitate this reading for this season. And thank you, my dear magic makers, for listening. I love you. And I hope your magic spark in this episode lights your heart on fire in a way that fuels your love of self-liberation. The energy of Leo needs enthusiastic expression. It needs to flex in all the ways. It wants to be valued and seen and revered for its strength. So if beginning a movement practice that's in alignment with the current zodiac season and lunar cycles sounds empowering to you, it could just unlock another level of your fiery expression. And it might just be time to check out my online studio, unicornwellnessstudio.com. When you head to the site, you'll see a banner at the top of the homepage that offers a genuinely free experience of the membership for 30 days for free with just an email address drop, no pressure, no commitment. If you find this practice of 30 minute mat-based workouts, they're Pilates based, not yoga y'all is different. Monthly guided meditations, new and full moon tarot readings, and new and full moon energy forecasts every month. If you find that this is a fit for you at the end of your 30 day guest access, you'll be offered a very special membership rate only available to those who activate this 30 day guest access offer. So keep an eye on your email at the end of your 30 days and take a breath. One more shameless plug (laughs) because this only comes around twice a year. And this is the last opportunity for 2022. Exploration calls for group magical mentoring begin next week. This coaching series is based in healing foundational energetic wounds, but extends to the legacy you will leave in this lifetime. What do you want to accomplish? Career, finance, health, wellness, self-care, healing, whatever blocks you, whatever needs to move through in order to achieve your goals. This is the process to finally do it. This session of group mentoring, we are working with the dark goddesses, Lilith and Hecate to dive deep into the shadows this September through December, 2022 for epic rebirth 
and calibration recalibration in 2023. Are you ready to step into your most empowered self to date? Are you willing to break through blocks that have held you back for way too long? Can you trust my expertise in channeling through the tarot to achieve your goals? This mentoring has 20 spots available. They are already filling by the time this airs. I don't know how many will remain, but would you like to explore a seat at this transformational table? If so, head to the link in the show notes or go to unicornwellnessstudio.com. Click on courses, and then click on the second offering there, group magical mentoring. You can read the full details. And for those who are on my newsletter list, you're going to be getting emails about this. Okay. So I cannot wait to chat with you all in your exploration calls. They're 20 minutes. Some of them are magical their own. And it truly is an exploration just because you set a call doesn't mean that group magical mentoring is a fit. I do turn people down and it's not about turning down. It's just like, Ooh, that's not a fit right now. These other things need to be done first. I might send you on to another coach, mentor, healer, or practitioner, or just say, you just need to get on the mat for a couple of months, or let's do a reading or two, but this might be too much. So it's really an exploration. I love to get to know you all in these calls. They're deeply connecting. And sometimes this exploration call is all you need for a breakthrough. So if it's interesting, explore, schedule your call. It's just a fun way for us to get to chat right? I'm here to help. So here we go. Again, I love you all so very much. I'll have links below specific to this episode, as well as a link to the deck that I used in this reading. I love you very much. Happy Leo season. Now it's time, if you haven't already, to hit the subscribe button so you never miss this magic. If this episode has you thinking of someone else who needs this spark, share it. And if it resonates with you to rate and review the podcast, I would be ever so grateful. The more ratings and reviews the show has, the easier it is for other seeking souls to find their healing home base. It's a super simple way for you to support someone else's healing. If you have topics you'd like to hear me cover or guests you'd like to hear on the show, or hey, you just want to say hi, DM me on Instagram at Tandy underscore Gutierrez. And make sure to check out all of my offerings at unicornwellnessstudio.com. Links are below in the show notes. I love you so very much. And remember... Healing is for you, and it all starts with just that.